Good evening, everybody. This is Ray Randolph, and uh, tonight we're going to be having a special uh, presentation by Paul Massengill on the triangle of understanding it. Go ahead, Paul. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate it. Uh, once we uh, talk to someone about the Discover It method, uh, we have to go into what we call the three-step method that we have, which is identify, confront, and become proactive. Ray, um, what is uh, cognitive dissonance? Let's talk about cognitive dissonance, which is on top of the uh, triangle of understanding. Okay, cognitive dissonance. The definition for that is the state of having inconsistent thoughts beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude changes. Okay. What causes that particular state, that particular condition? Give me an example. Um, so whenever you have a uh, already established belief about something, uh, whether that has been uh, built on rationale or uh, logical thinking or a, deci or a decision that have, you've been influenced by your environment or upbringing, a any thought that opposes that pre-established belief system is going to create a tension so cognitive dissonance is that tension that we that arises that tends to cause us to fight any opposing beliefs um, that don't agree with what we've already established, whether it's right or wrong. Um, it's just the tension that arises when there's a difference of uh, belief than the one that you already hold. So in other words, if, it has got you convinced in one belief system and someone comes along and tries to present another belief system, which one is going to uh, succeed or persist? The one that's going to persist is going to be the one that you've already become convinced of. There you go. There you go. So this cognitive dissonance are created through uh, abuse, past traumas, things in your environment, usually in the beginning of early age, that uh, creates this uh, cognitive dissonance belief system, right? Correct. Okay. And once that happens, let's go to this process of... Uh, psychological statomas that cognitive distance creates. Go ahead and define psychological statomas. So a scotoma in the general sense is an area of lost or depressed vision within a visual field surrounded by an area of less depressed or of normal vision. So when they, when they, uh, when you talk about psychological scotoma, in psychiatry, it's a figurative blind spot in a person's psychological awareness. So 
still a blind spot, but in this case, in your psychological awareness, the person being unable to gain insight into and to understand his or her mental problems, a lack of insight. So a mental... So in the first... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just reiterating. It's a mental blind spot, a blind spot in, in the mind. So once the it creates a cognitive dissonance, it goes into uh, psychological statomas to blind you of uh, what you've already established in your belief system, right? To, to blind you of any anything imposing that established belief system. So if you... Exactly. Uh, yeah. If, for example, if you've come to believe that uh, certain behaviors are necessary, like, for instance, drugs or, uh, say, you hang out with people in, or pers- people, places, and things that you're engaging in, you may tell yourself, oh, well, I need to relax, so um, I deserve this. And if someone was to tell you um, or challenge that in some way, you initially, you're gonna, you're not going to want to hear it. You're going to feel resistance. And then the scotoma is going to tend to block out any, uh, any of, if there's any truth in it, we're going to tend to ignore it and not even be able to see it. And it can turn that into like a, we'll feel like it's an attack from that person maybe instead of that'll help us to not even see the truth because instead we'll see that this person's just trying to tell us what to do or trying to control us or something. Very good, Ray. Very good. Thank you. Jody? Yeah. Could you uh, give us another uh, example of a psychological statoma that uh, it has created for uh, for us to protect itself? Um, I think going with the cognitive dissonance, you know, that was one of my favorite words. And looking at all the different things that are it kind of plays into and are it kind of disguises these different things to stop us from being able to see something that creates that cognitive dissonance. Because um, it creates such a, I guess, confusion in our mind on what we've believed like all of our life, uh, what we thought was to be true, or what we really wanted to be true. And when it has that kind of disruption, it's going to throw up that tacoma, that like blind spot where you're not able to see something new, you're not open to new ideas. Um, or you're just not quite willing to change yet. So I think that's a big thing that I see with uh, the psychological coma is it's really our, our subconscious mind conflicting with our conscious mind, and our it is going to overwin. It's going to take over and make that the most dominating thing that we're going to see, and it's just going to block out and pretend that it doesn't exist all the other things that play into what we're really trying to learn. There you go. So you've heard, you've heard, y'all heard me say many times that um, 
some will, when you try to introduce the, the discovery method to someone, some will and some won't. Some won't get it. And that's where the missing link comes into play. Uh, Debbie, you want to give us the definition of the missing link? The missing link is a thing that is needed in order to complete a series or provide continuity or gain complete knowledge. Emphasize a little bit. Thank you, Debbie. Emphasize a little bit on that, uh, Jody. How does that play into the triangle of understanding it? The missing well, link. Being able to, like, they say a lot of things about, like, knowledge. Like, you, you can learn a bunch of stuff and you can know a bunch of stuff, but if you don't apply it or you're not willing to really accept it, then it's not really going to be helpful. So with that triangle and the cognitive dissonance being something completely new that's kind of thrown you off guard and kicks in that psychological tacoma where you're not even going to look at it until you have that missing link that allows you to open your mind, allow you to look at those things and be able to see why that cognitive dissonance is creating such a kind of a stumbling block, kind of blocking out that ability to see this new knowledge that you've acquired or somebody presented to you, accept it as something completely different than what you may have known your entire life and understanding that uneasy feeling and how that's, you know, kind of blocking you from growth and without that missing link to be able to kind of accept that knowledge and be able to apply it. Um, you kind of, you don't have that full triangle. Exactly. You've seen many times, we all have, that uh, when we try to introduce, introduce the discovery method, people sometimes uh, are slower than others. But sometimes people just begin to shut down. Why does that happen, Jody? Well, it comes into kind of that physiological response where your your it is kind of so thrown off by this new information and it's rejecting it so hard and without being that in that open mind condition it's going to do everything it can to kind of create that self-defense mechanism because it thinks your it thinks that everything that you've known everything that you learned is the safest thing so it's it's always kind of trying to protect you, but it's only protecting you from the only thing that you know. So um, until you can kind of, I guess, be able to overcome that and be able to work around that, you don't really, your body will just shut down. It'll just be like, nope, not listening. Not, it's too much for me to change. It's too much um, information. And it's really that cognitive dissonance and that, psychological Tacoma kind of playing together and your it's just going to throw up these shields and walls and, and block out all this new information and do everything it can to, uh, to stop that. So what really happens is, for instance, you know, as well as I do, uh, you've seen it very clearly, um, where when you try to introduce the discovery method, uh, 
and you go through this cognitive dissonance to, to the psychological statomas, uh, they begin to shut down and pretty much become an enemy to you because uh, it tries to not allow them to see what you're trying to convey to them. And uh, I've seen many, many times where individuals would totally shut down just to uh, comply with uh, its effect on them. Um, is there anybody else on the uh, uh, conference call that likes to ask any questions or uh, just discuss this a little bit more in detail? All right, gang. Um, Jody, you want to summarize the understanding of the triangle of the understanding it before we get off this evening? Sure. Um, the first part we talked about was that cognitive dissonance, and that's where when we learn something new or we become aware of something new, how it's going to kind of take over and find different ways out, either kind of minimize it, saying it's not that big a deal, or it's going to change it to be like where you just dismiss it completely. And that goes into the psychological stacoma, where your mind's basically going to create this blind spot. It's going to either not let you understand it, it's going to let you not accept it and block it out. And without throwing that third leg of the triangle in there, the missing link, you can't really be able to apply that new knowledge. You're not going to be able to have any growth because if you're going to have that confusion, that blocking out, and then that blind spot that's not even going to let you learn it um, to be able to use that information and apply it to your life. Very good. Very good. I appreciate that, uh, Jody. Appreciate Ray and uh, Debbie's participation also. Uh, next week, I think we uh, might go into the Discover It, Your Invisible Power book and start working on chapter by chapter and uh, work through, you know, the whole book, uh, you know, throughout the uh, coming months. Um, we will see everybody next week, and thank you for uh being on call tonight and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul.